Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hour number two, old school. Uh, down at Tanner's 30th in Yankee Hill, I'm DP. He is the Husker Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman. I want to thank you guys for being on the video stream and comments. Uh, Jim Phillips, I want to shout you out. Uh, Colorado Husker, I want to shout you out. You guys have been active on it. We greatly appreciate it. You guys are on the Sarder Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. John and Cortland, always good seeing you. Eric, yeah, you're right about Jake. That's absolutely true. Um, we appreciate you guys just lining up and hanging out with us. Again, the Sarder Heyman live video stream is up. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter live. Jay Foreman, let them know about our sponsor, the Mercado. Piedmont Tea certified uh, ingredients at 84th and Havelock. Uh, I, I'm going to go down there and get the tomahawk this weekend. Uh-oh. Uh oh! Re- uh oh! Uh oh! Fist bump! It. Fist it bump! Twenty-eight ounces. I gotta try to finish. You gotta it, stretch. Yeah, you gotta, gotta stretch, stretch out. Right. Yeah, you gotta. I've been preparing all week for it, so I'm going down to get the tomahawk this weekend. <laughs> so let them know I'm coming. I'm coming down there Thursday. Hey Jay, marinated on Friday. Jake, can you call down to Mercado and get Jay Foreman two of the tomahawks? Well, he's gonna. I just he's, want, he's I'm gonna, gonna do one. I just want one. Would you need one too? Well, you know. Just, just for the battle of it, you got to yeah. stretch. You know, I'm, I, I don't want to pull a hamstring or yeah. nothing trying to get this thing down. But, Jake, can you handle that for us, kind sir? Greatly appreciate it. I got to let it marinate for a day, and then I'm going to see how my, I can fire it up on the grill. So I'm excited. Down at Cedar, uh, down at Mercado, certified Piedmontese. Butcher shopping, special ingredients. Uh, get down here. You have until 6 o'clock to get your name in the box. Somebody here will walk away with the signed Johnny Jet Rogers Huskers jersey. All you got to do is put your name in the box. You have an hour. You have an hour, and whatever names are in the box at 5.55, yep. we'll have a shot to take this jersey home. And, again, if you've got somebody that's got a birthday, got an anniversary, you want to you know, think ahead for Christmas, a really cool gift that would go under the tree, something that looks great on the Husker uh, den wall at, at home, it should be that easy. We've made it as easy as possible. Again, burger special, eight ninety nine half half pound burger with a side, five dollar twenty ounce blue moon drafts, and again, we've set you up to walk out of here with this jersey. Jay, it in, in talking to Sean, we, we we got into a couple of spaces. For you, how how much do you trust this team on a level of like one to ten? Ten being high. Uh, I th- well, I think it's. It's two teams. I mean, I think the team before the, I guess, transition is different than the one now. So I think I probably trust this team a little bit more, uh, just because you can see, you can see. For me, I look at the energy of the team. I see more of a tangible um, energy of the team that's built. It's real. So I trust this team a little bit more. Um, you know, I think that they'll go and play well and they'll compete. I think they just got to go make some plays, and guys are going to have to step up. If you have, 
you know, if Luke Reimer's hurt, then guys behind him got to play. Or, the, you know, they got to adjust and maybe add some guys, you know, there for a week or, or however many games. But I think Luke's a tough kid. Uh, he knows the system. He's well coached. He'll know how to perform around his, you know, issues if, he, if he's able to play. Um, and, you know, I think that as far as the, you know, offense and special teams, I think, that, you know, they just got to get back to the basics. I think, you know, you can talk about protection and stuff. I think that's fine, you, you know. Not, you can say don't pass the ball. The thing that we have to do is just start at the very, very minimum. Block the guy that you're supposed to block or at least attempt to block. Or at least I, knowing who that guy is. Well, that's what I'm saying. Knowing who you need to block, eliminate the continuous direct access to hit our quarterback in the offense and the, the vibe of offense and, and whether you're worried about the protection, play calling, that changes immensely and it changes very quickly. I think it was a game that where Rutgers did look like they did some stuff that I hadn't seen them do before, which caused some confusion, which probably, you know, hurt their confidence. You know, I think this is the most extensive playing time that uh, Hunter Anthony has played. Um, so that's a little bit of a transition. You, you got Ethan Piper in there that was kind of transitioning before because Williams got hurt. So, you know, the, the continuity hasn't been able to be there up front. Now that's obviously showed against Rutgers, but I think – you know, another week, I think they'll they'll play a lot better. So, um, and, and they should be wanting to go out there and play better and, and prove themselves, you know, or, you know, improve themselves as the, the line that had been taking, you know, realistic steps of improvement for the first five games. And so um, nobody's immune to having a bad night. You know, the only thing is when, when you have a bad night, you know, your quarterback pays immensely in case he did. So, you know, the best uh, – protection is a, is an established a run game and it's a team that you know you can you know really crank it up and try to run against and you need to and you know produce good yeah it's great it's going to be playing at night so what if you know the fans are you know tuned up a little bit but at the end of the day they're not going to be too 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 tuned up if you come out and you play steady and you play consistent you're going to take them out of the game now if you come out there and you start slow rucker or not ruckers but Purdue starts fast and next thing you know you're you're you know you're already climbing way uphill and you're barely out of the first quarter you know is that Purdue doing it or are you not coming out ready to play so as long as we come out with the the energy and the effectiveness of coming out ready to play we'll be just fine and so you know the frustrating thing about Nebraska is everything that they need to remedy you know the things that you know you know it hurt have hurt them early in the season and at times you know say against Rutgers is all fixable you know the answers now that the the thing is, you got to go about it and, and really, you know, take care of business. And so, um, it's another challenge. It's a great challenge for this team. It's a great, uh, you know, a test of the team. I don't think by no means is Rutgers or not Rutgers, but is Purdue's offense or their roster anything that anybody needs to lose sleep over. But it does. By me saying that, doesn't mean that they're not good players. Nebraska's got plenty of guys at, at skill positions, defense, and offense. Uh, depth-wise, that can compete against those guys. And it's, and it's also a tremendous opportunity for the young guys to, to continue to establish themselves and make a name for themselves on this team. And that's how you, you know, remedy this whole kind of perceived notion that you're going to, you know, Purdue and West Lafayette, Indiana, and it's going to be like, you know, Club, Club 54, yeah. you know, at 2 o'clock at night in, the New, in New York City. You know, look, yeah, they're, they're going to be excited. They should be, right? It's a seven, six thirty game. They should be. But at the end of the day, the, the team across from you still has to play football. 
And so that's what we need to really focus on is, is playing football. And, yeah, it's going to be hard to communicate, but that's what practice is for. That's what you get a whole, you know, kind of pre-game, you know, seeing teams, you know, you know, you get to watch some football and you get to have a, you know, kind of like an impromptu practice leading up to the game. You know what I'm saying? So I like, you know, you know, conversely different than Sean. I'd like for this team to be able to watch a little football, get the movement, get get a little bit of nervous energy out of you. Maybe have like that last conversation or, you know, meeting where you can make an adjustment or get something that much clarity that can pay dividends when you're out there, you know, Saturday night. I like that for this team. Well, maybe even watching a little bit more film. Well, yeah, that's like, what I mean, getting, watching getting football. Into, getting yeah. into a tendency – Getting into some small thing that changes the thing. Yeah. Answering my own question, my think I thought the most important stat would be the first drive. Like yeah, the first yeah, drive I mean, to yes. me is the is the tone setter, which lets lets me know that one there the prep preparation work happened and it worked. Yeah, I mean, because yes, too many it, times it, with this team, I'm not sure what they went into well, the they, game trying they, to do. Well, the first drive on offense has been pretty good this year, except for last week. Four of the, six? Yeah, so the the first drive, yeah. But you could go uh, – here's an example. Last year against Minnesota, they missed two passes. One one by where the receiver didn't run the route hard enough. Another one was the pass was a little bit off based on a little bit of penetration. So you look at it, they went three and out. But realistically, it was nothing that Minnesota did. It's all Nebraska. So as long as they go out there and play steady and you can have, you, you know, look, this team is going to be jacked up if the defense is out there, right, Purdue. They might go three and out. But, it, you know, as long as you're out there executing and they're out flying around, that's so be it. But you got to continue. This is a puncher's game, man. This is a game where, you know, if you want an analogy, you know, Purdue might be the close, closer thing to, say, a Muhammad Ali where they're, you know, they're fancy. They're going to kind of do all the razzmatazz, right? Now, Muhammad Ali could get physical, but mm-hmm. just, you know, play along with me we have to take a little bit more of a joe frazier type of mentality we have got to chop you down systematically physically mentally and spiritually chop you down and you know i would challenge the players you know kind of like shiano did it was like let's see how long you can withstand this heat that we could bring to you and if you take that type of mentality even if the receiver Starting out the game, you know, I always go back to when Buffalo played the, the Rams. Cooper Cup was killing him. Mm-hmm. He looked like he was on the way to a 300-yard game. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. But they were continuously hitting him. Then those, you know, little stop routes that were eight or that were 16 or eight yards turned into 16 yards in the first quarter were eight and then only one more yard to nine. 
and that changed the tempo of the game. It changed the dynamic of the game. So I think Nebraska will be just fine. I think it's a it's a challenge for the defense. I think I would, you could look at it differently to motivate the team. What defense plays whether better is going to win this game. I I, I like or the however, idea you, or that, however you want to do it. That it's to me if it starts to look like a clo- a brawl in a closet, that means Nebraska has accepted the challenge. Yeah, like we're going to be physical. Being physical will allow them to be explosive later on. Right. It's right. the it's the it's the systematic body punches that lead you to throw that haymaker or haymakers. It, the, it's the if you look at the Rutgers game, if you want to look at the positive things, it's like okay, you had guys on defense that have been struggling make some plays. They were able to take the turnovers to turn it into that haymaker to get the lead of the game. Then showed the maturity and the playmaking ability to continue to shut them down. Mm-hmm. And then when Nebraska needed to play like small ball and manage the clock and do all that stuff, they were a- actually able to line up and run the ball. So the, the, the gut punches or, you know, the running plays and stuff like that earlier in the game paid off late. Now, ideally, you'd like it to start paying off in the first, second, third quarter so Casey ain't getting, you know, getting his bell rung. You saw something right. and you executed. Right, but when it, when it came down to it, we have got to close out this game. They were actually able to close it out. So those are the things I think you need to accentuate. Also, not forget um, and not rehab some of the things that you definitely didn't do well because, you know, whether – you know, Turner's playing left tackle, left guard, center, punter, whatever. At the end of the day, he's better than that, right? Everybody's better than that. So we need to just get back to, okay, in this in this protection, you have the first guy, you have number three or first guy inside. Running back has this. What's the call? What's the check off of the call if there's any movement up front, pre-stat movement? You get to those things, that allows the kind of them to clear their mind, especially when you're in a hostile environment and you have to only communicate. You know, sometimes you communicate – Center, left, guard to the right because of, you know, the, the, the crowd noise. So in order to do that, you got to get back to the basics and, you know, welcome the challenge. And, um, you know, it's just, a, I mean, I, I think they should be more than excited to go there. They have nothing to lose. Nobody thinks you're, you know, nobody, nobody gives you a chance, obviously. But you know you have a chance. You know, you know you can beat this team. You know you should beat the team. And also, you need a little bit of payback because last year against Purdue was probably the worst game energy wise Nebraska played. So I think it's it all kind of sets up for Nebraska to go play well. I I'm gonna ask you to, to, to put on your Husker Hall of Fame linebacker hat and tell me about playing behind the big guys in the middle that currently exist for Nebraska. What can what can be done to help them be better at what they do? Well I mean any linebacker wants clarity. Um and in in, in I think any uh Defensive lineman wants a linebacker that's able to kind of lead him and, and uh, communicate with him. So, you know, I think, you know, Ty and, 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 and Colton Feast, I think that was probably Colton Feast's best complete game, one first quarter to fourth quarter. Uh, I think you're seeing some more playmaking or plays being made by Ty. So I think that now what that does is that alleviates the pressure off of Nick and Luke, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when your defensive line wasn't making a lot of plays early, the pressure and the onus went on, see, let's, let's get up to the second level. Now, they got to respect that. So I think it's a lot. They look a lot faster. So you see in Nick and, and Luke playing faster, which they always, you know, had the ability to. Now there's like le- hopefully less confusion. Um, and then I think the depth wise, when you have young guys, whether it was, uh, you know, Va, you know, Clements or, you know, Ernest Houseman gets in there or, or any, anybody else they put in there is going to allow them to kind of make a more seamless transition to be able to play. So in the depth, you see a lot more of Win, see more of uh, Drew. 
Then, you know, obviously you see Jamarley Butler outside along with O'Shawn, obviously Caleb and, and Garrett. So now you're starting to see some depth, and you see just starting to see some rotation. You saw a little bit of Blaze Gunnarsson as well. Um, so I think those guys are coming along, and the linebackers are leading the way. I think it was Luke and Nick's best game as a tandem this year, and that's what you want to see. Um, you know, and I'm, they played good before, but I like the, the way they kind of they played off each other, you know, like a steady and then a playmaker. Um, and so I think that, you know, they're, they're you know, doing well. I think a lot of the struggles, before, you know, earlier weren't, you know, you have to be there to really understand what's going on. Um, and so I think that, you know, they're ready to go, and uh, I'm sure they're going to be highly motivated to get on that plane and go to Purdue. So let's put you at linebacker, and let's talk to the guys that play behind you because we know that Purdue – the route combinations are pretty uh, right. pretty extraordinary. Uh, they also like to run two and three tight ends at the linebackers sure. uh, to occupy safeties. What right. do you say to the guys behind you to get them ready for, for Purdue? Oh, nothing, nothing deep and cheap. Um, let's make sure that we're, we're, we're a chatty, loud defense. It's gonna, we're going to have plenty of, plenty of uh, ability to communicate because their offense is going to be out. And let's look at their, you know, their best players. And let's make sure that we are always aware of 87, and I think he's 15. Mm-hmm. Well, let's always be aware of where they're at. And then when they are at a position that is not normal where they reside, we have to have our, you know, you know, five, you know, five, you know, uh, alarm going off that we have to make sure we know where they're at. Now they have more other capable players, but let's let's know where their playmakers are and let's handle those guys. And I think you know the back end and the second level have to do a good job of communication if they are you know passing off you know receivers or you know if we're trying to get if we're you know if we're trying to get a you know some some jams on the other receivers so i mean it's 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 a team effort you know it's a three level defense you know where you kind of look at everybody individually but collectively they got to be working together communicating together and hang in there together you know like yeah purdue's got some good players they're going to make some plays let's make them earn everything and then when we get a chance to make our play, let's make them and make them pay for it. That's what they did against Rutgers. I know Rutgers isn't, you know, the offensive juggernaut, but they were able to do that against Indiana. They were able to do it, you know, at Rutgers. It's not their fault that the Rutgers quarterback, you know, threw them an interception or a catchable ball. It's their job and or our job as a defense to make those plays. And we got to continue to make it hard on teams to, you know, drive. Make it hard on teams to think that they can go – and take a shot as soon as they get, oh, you know, over the 50 and get an explosive play you know, because of a, you know, mental breakdown or, or, or conceptual breakdown. So, you know, I think we're going to, you know, I think they, they feel confident. I think they've been playing, you know, better every week. Um, and some of their players that needed to kind of play a little bit better, like Ty Robinson and stuff like that, that helps out um, this defense. It helps out the back end. When you can get in, we saw Rutgers have one sack, 17 or whatever quarterback hits that's just as important as sacks yep getting your body onto the quarterback getting him off his spot not taking his confidence from what he's able to do is just as big and you're going to have chances against Aiden O'Connell yeah he's a good quarterback and he can you know he can dice you up right but he will throw you some interceptions now he 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 threw two terrible ones against Maryland right and he will throw you some balls so now we now we know that there so we got to be patient we don't have to say, okay, well, the game's tied or the game's close and we're going into halftime and, oh, I got to, you know, make a play or make the play because I think it's my time and I want to be selfish and I want to jump like, you know, a quick little five-yard out 
Well, then he's up, you know, the, Jones is up the sideline, and now here we go. Now you got the Purdue. Sluggo you, you, to the house. You know, that Purdue, what is it, like a, a trainer thing goes yeah, off or whatever, and then yeah. they shoot, the, do they shoot a cannon off? Oh, can I tell you, I just, it, I think right. I just recovered from Rutgers and their cannon. Right. Oh, it was a Rutgers shoot the cannon, Rutgers, right. Rutgers, they had the train, they had a train sound and the right. cannon. Well, they don't score much. They got to get all their like. Oh boy! They got to get all their like little little oh, <laughs> little boy. trinkets and toys out there. Oh, so there was a little premature yeah. canonization there in Rutgers too. So. <laughs> Oops! Yeah, that, that's yeah. that's. Let me ask you about number two. Um, how can you line up? I'm going to put you in Caleb's spot. How can you line him up to make him the most effective against Purdue? Uh, well, I think the good thing, I like what they've done with Caleb. He's done a multitude of things. He's played outside. He's gotten a lot of pressures this year. Um, you know, so he's gotten, and he's gotten a sack or two. But you can have him on an obvious passing down. You can have him be kind of your spy or rover late addition into the pass rush, which then you can change up your personnel. you got three linebackers, so now maybe they have a play or play calls for three linebackers. Well, Caleb can play behind the line of scrimmage. It kind of frees up some maybe – some coverage ability for or Luke and Nick and stuff like that. So you can use him in a multitude of ways. I think he's embraced the role of kind of being a jack-of-all-trades. So I think, uh, you know, more of the same. And then you got, you know, your guys that, you know, expect to get to the pass rusher, which is Garrett and O'Shawn and Ty and Colton Feast and all those guys that, you know, they, they need to get home and get some hits on them. Um, I think rushing lanes is huge of getting O'Connell off of his spot. So even if you – are running games, and the games are meant to get him to move, now you're eliminating half the field that he can scan. When you let him sit back there, pat the ball, pat the ball, pat the ball, you know, any quarterback, and let alone Aiden O'Connell is one of them, they'll, they'll, they'll eat you alive, man. Yeah, it's again, all the pieces are there for Nebraska to have success. Uh, execution is the thing, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. I want to go to break. Um, I want to also go to the bullpen. Who's in there? We've got we've got a flamethrower. Oh, that we probably should put in the game. Yeah, let's see if we can make that happen here next live attainers. Watch old school live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old school with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. dot